Welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. I'm Logan, sitting here with Kyle and Trucker Andy. Be sure to go follow us on all social media platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go on over to the YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe and hit the alert bell. Uh, make sure you like the videos, comment on them. Uh, we'll have more content on there. And be sure to check out the website, coldcansnetwork.com. we got block content and a shop that's up and running now with some awesome Richardson 112, Richardson 113 stitched patch hats with the Country and Cold Cans logo on it, as well as some... Uh, Top quality neoprene koozies with the logo on that as well. So be sure to check that out at coldcansnetwork.com. All right, fellas, how are you guys doing? Hell. It's actually kind of rocking today. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's actually kind of cold today. Andy's in like South Dakota, so it's cold for it him. Was, yeah, it was like in the 20s and the wind was in the 20s and it was like standing in a, in a fan in front of a freezer. Or no, standing in a freezer in front of a fan. I feel like the last three weeks we've opened the show talking about the weather like a bunch of fucking old men. <laughs> I mean, we, we are becoming old men rapidly. Oh, yeah. I've got gout in my foot right now, so I've been limping for two days. That just sounds old. like something horses get. Yeah, I've been getting it since I was 23, so I guess I've been old for a while. <laughs> we got to take d out and put her, at, put <laughs> put her down. Put me out of misery. Put her down, Andy. <laughs> no. Let's try them at the Derby first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's miserable, so you guys don't want that. But either way. All right, let's jump into the Cold Cans Rundown. Uh, first up on the rundown, we have uh, a brand new YouTube video from Co. Wetzel. Andy brought that up before we started recording. Um, I got to say, like, I'm not man enough to do what they did. Uh, Kyle, you haven't seen it, right? No, this is, um, this is virgin ears. Yeah. How would you describe a Chug Buddy to Kyle? So it, uh, Kyle, imagine taking this, uh, like, it, it looks like a funnel, but it has, like, a mm-hmm. suction end on it, and then it has a tube. Like, if you're, imagine, like, a, a beer bong, right? Yes. But the, the it's small and made for an individual can, and the the funnel end of the beer bong has, like, a suction side on it. It gets put on top of the can, and then you, it has, like, this little uh, thing key, on, a like key on, on the, stream. yeah. Yeah, it has like a key on a string. So when you turn it upside down, you can stab the can and you basically can shotgun a beer and it's like called a chug buddy. So they've got some, it's a company that I think they've sponsored Ernest in the past because he said it on his podcast. And now I guess they've sponsored Co. Wetzel because they have Co. Wetzel. They picked the right chug buddies. Yeah, yeah. It's a good marketing team over there. Very much so. But Co. and his boys on the bus, like uh, they started chugging all kinds of things. Like he went to a gas station, got a bunch of tall boy, twisted tees. They uh, had four, four locos. locos. They Bud had Light. Bud lights. And I, I never thought after looking at this video that I would be like, huh, I might would go with the Bud light in this situation. Cause the twisted yeah. T sounded bad enough, but the four, four locos sounds deadly. Yeah. It sounds like I would die if I did that. And they so got much, hammered. you know, so much sugar. Oh God, mm-hmm. I get sick immediately. Ugh. You know what? Just, I thought about this would make it even worse. Is they're doing this on a bus that's riding down the road that's rocking, and they are hammered. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely get sick. Yeah. The funniest part, the funniest part of the video though is with the end when they're hammered at the truck stop and they go, they think it's Pecos and the rooftops bus, and they go run on the bus. Turns out not their bus. <laughs> Just run onto the wrong bus. <laughs> did it ever show who was on the bus? That guy that came and did shots with them. Ah. Because I, I, I couldn't that remember that part of the video. But yeah, I don't, dude, okay. I can tell you one thing. I don't like shotgun and beers at this point in my life at all. And it was cool for like two years. 
three well, years. I, I never thought it was cool. I just was like, I would try yeah. to avoid it when I could because I, I was like, I, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. I'll drink with you all night, it. as Kyle and Andy can uh, can attest with to you. But mm-hmm. the whole like doing shots and chugging and uh, shotgun and beer has never been my thing. So when that I saw that, and then I saw what they were drinking, twisted teas are awful. Andy, you remember the first time one. we had the? You've it never had set, one? Yeah. No, that that just sounds awful. Dude, that yeah. that crap is so bad. Like Andy, you remember the first time we tried one, right? Yep, tried it and then threw it in the pond. Yeah, we threw it in the pond behind our apartment in college because they were so bad. That just sounds awful. We would rather waste a six pack back then when we didn't have any money than drink that trash. They're so bad. Yeah, that just doesn't sound good. And the worst part of that is the four loco. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. I've never had one of those. There is so much sugar in it that you feel sick after drinking one. I believe that. I mean, I've never, I've only tried one before. I've never actually it's, drank a bunch of them. So it's you, like a Mike's hard lemonade. On steroids. But worse. But yeah, worse. worse. Yeah. Like definitely I, worse. Yes. I remember the sick, one of the sickest I ever got from drinking booze and I don't really get sick as in throwing up. It's never something I've really done. But we had a bunch of mics hard at Bailey's apartment after a party. And, you know, I was like, allegedly 19. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I couldn't just readily get the, the alcohol. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drink this this weekend. And I drank a lot. <laughs> I mean, a lot of Mike's hard and Smirnoffs. And I was so sick. And I mean, I, I'll never forget how just it tasted the exact same both ways. I was so sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never, never, ever again. I can't do ne- this. Never a good experience with all those high sugar drinks. Like it's uh, just, just it, one, maybe two, maybe isn't that bad. But when you have to do more than that, like Lord, count me out because oh, yeah, those four just, locos are something else. And Kobe, even when he did it, he said, "Throw back to like 2010, motherfuckers." And then it's like he puts it on there. It was a tall boy, and he chugs it. But there were multiple guys on the bus that chugged these tall boy four locos and tall boy twisted teas in like <sighs> eleven seconds or less. <sighs> I got a cold shiver just thinking about that. Yeah. And if, if they, I don't know, I doubt they threw up immediately, but I know I would have thrown Somebody up immediately. Did. did they? Some one person did. Yeah, I would have thrown up. Yeah, I would have thrown up. I think I would throw up if I had to shotgun a regular beer. Oh, yeah. I, wouldn't I, couldn't, be I can't do it right now. No, I bet yeah. you all of them probably threw up because they also took shots. I just can't imagine somebody mixing that, all that and no. living. Yeah, keeping that in your stomach. Ugh. Awful. Yeah. All I can say, is, yeah. I, at yeah. this point in my life, I'm I'm old enough to say oh, this without caring that I'm not man enough to do those things anymore. No, I'm, a, I'm a pussy. Wish I could. Actually, I really don't don't miss yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not even gonna pretend like I wish I could still do that. I really don't care. I had a hangover for the first that. time in a long time the other day, and I, it was it was awful. <laughs> Forgot how bad they are. Oh, they're worse these days than they yeah. used to be. I thought I was dying all day. Yeah. It, and they used to be like, you know, by lunchtime, you'd be fine. Now it's like ugh, maybe oh, a day and a half later. I remember when I was 18, man, you could just get up, just feel like shit and just go get a Bojangles biscuit and just yeah. go tailgate. Oh, yeah. Never, never miss a beat. Well, I mean, we used to go out the night before a 7 a.m. tailgate. And, yeah, and you would, Lord you, knows you, I can't do that now. No, you and you yeah. go to bed at like 4 a.m., three hours. Yeah. Seven a.m. Jack Daniels. Shots were the worst. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so bad. (laughs) Yeah, that that sounds awful. It does sound awful. 
Yeah. But no, Ugh. yeah. It, hats off to those guys for, you know, being around our age, give or take a year, and uh, still being able to do that because Lord knows I cannot. So I'm domesticated. Yeah, really, though. But, well, next up on the Cold Cans Rundown. So, uh, Andy's favorite band in the whole wide world, Dan and Shay. Dan plus Shay. And then they did a First song Dan a while back. Shay. I have no idea. I, I oh, don't okay. Outside of, th- I've heard this song they did with Bieber, which they're getting sued over, funny enough. Um, but I only other know there maybe one other song. I think it was Tequila. It was like a big yeah. hit on the radio at the time. Uh, but obviously not really our, our kind of thing here. It's very, very music that's um, targeted towards women, uh, like teenage girls and young girls in college and everything. They love those guys. I mean, the guys can sing, but their whole like presentation, is very pop. Their whole, like all their songs are really pop. It's like, their it's, a, it's their name. It's a sham that they're even considered country. And we're and that's coming from us who are not super hardcore on some of the mainstream guys, but these guys are obviously they're like Walker Hayes to me, awful. But Dan and Shay is just a um, milk toast, watered down pop music for people who want to uh, pretend like their country. And so I'm not a fan of theirs, but their song they did with Justin Bieber, Ten Thousand Hours, they're getting sued for it for copyright infringement because there was a song. That was written, it says here, in 1973, the first time Baby is a Holiday. Um, it was the trademark for it was with the U.S. Copyright Office was in 1980. Was It was registered then. Like, they're getting sued because then there's another song, I guess, First Time, which recorded in 2014. And the copyright for the sound of the recording was uh, this of that song was registered with the copyright office later that year. Well, 10,000 Hours by Bieber and Dan and Shay didn't come out until 2019. Like for copyright purposes, cause we're not really commenting on this, on this show. Um, it, we listened to it before we started recording. And I mean, I think it sounds pretty damn close. What do you guys think? Yeah, but yeah, I, I think I've it. heard like a lot of songs that sound very similar to that before though. Oh, sure. I mean, there's a lot of people ripping each other off. How music. does the whole copyright thing work? Like, you know, like where people sample songs, how is that not well, copyright? When you sample songs, to to my knowledge, you, you give appropriate credit. Mm. If you remember back Ow. when yeah. Sam Smith had a song, uh, and maybe it was that Stay With Me song, it was sounded similar but slowed down to I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. And the way they got away from, um, after it was brought to their attention, and, and I guess I think they were threatened with a lawsuit by Petty and, and the Heartbreakers, the way that they got around that was, I think they, the folks that wrote I Won't Back Down were added as songwriters on Stay With Me by Sam Smith. So if... So you royalties. The, yeah, they get royalties from it. Yeah, so if, if whoever wrote this Dan and Shay abomination uh, decided to put the original writers of this other song on there, I think that will it'll all be kosher at that point. But I, to, to my ear, the melody of the song from the vocal sounds almost identical. Like... Too close for comfort, you know. <laughs> How popular is the suing song copyright? I, I, in twenty twenty two or even in twenty nineteen, I can't imagine it was super popular because I'd never heard of it. Um at like I'd heard of ten thousand hours, I hadn't heard of this. This one like it's an it's, it's an older old, song, I believe. It's probably one of those things where it's I mean, what are the odds that it's actually like uh it just happens to sound the same. 
mean, it's possible. You think they'd ever even heard the song before? Is like more. It's very at. possible they did. Like I'm not saying that they intentionally ripped it off, right? I, it's just the reality is it is the chorus of Ten Thousand Hours and the verses of this other song, First Time, is very, very, very similar. So whether it was intentional or not doesn't matter. Reality is it's gonna likely if it goes to court. I um, mean, they just, they rule that it's you know, too close. And there, there's a standard they go by for that. I don't know the details of, I'm not a copyright lawyer for music, but there is a standard they go by. And if it's ruled that it's too similar or it's the same, um, they're going to have to either have a settlement or somebody gets added for royalties or what have you. But there, it doesn't matter if the intention, the intentions don't matter. It just matters what the finished product is. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, I mean, I it think it sounds sucks like though because I mean, <laughs> it's kind of kind of sucks because let's give them the whole benefit of the doubt. Say they never heard the song before, that they just wrote the melody, and <laughs> all of a sudden, how old is that song? Because that song's what I think it's old now, right? Uh, the ten thousand hour song. Yeah, twenty nineteen was when it was. Um, okay, so it's two or three years old now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean that's kind of that sucks. You know, what are the odds that you know you're a couple chords different? And you know, you get sued. That, that sucks. I mean, it's for me, it's the melody. The melody's too similar. I mean, I'm not going to, yeah, yeah. It, it's similar. Yeah. It's just, it, I mean, that's how copyright law works, though. I mean, if, yeah. if someone else has that melody, copyright it, then, and yours sounds too similar for from the legal perspective, then, you know, you have to go about whatever is dictated to you because, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I said, it, it may have not have been intentional. We don't know. I mean, I'm not going to ascribe that motive on Dan and Shay just because I'm not a fan of theirs. I think their music sucks. I think Sometimes people get too crazy with copyright law. That's what I'm thinking, too. It's three years later. Somebody was definitely intentionally trying to find something that sounds like this. They probably ran it through like a screener. Well, well no, like it's, it's the program. people that are suing are the ones that... Uh, I believe the people that are suing are the ones that are either involved with that past song or maybe the estate if the person's not alive anymore. But the reality is, if I was the one who was in the situation of the people that wrote the original song and I found this to be basically the same as the song I wrote, it doesn't matter if it's a big hit or not. Who gives a fuck? I'm like, I'm going to sue them too because it is your intellectual property. My th- like, what are the odds though that some lawyer's office found it and then went to the estate and like, hey guys, look at this, give us a cut. We'll take it to court. And if they came to me, I'd be like, hell yeah, brother, let's rock and roll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. if people started stealing country and coal cans intellectual property and, and it was somebody bigger and they and a lawyer came to us and said that, and Andy, we talked about it, are you going to say no? Maybe. I don't like frivolous lawsuits. That's lawsuit. not frivolous lawsuits. That's, that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's bullshit. For that's not culture. a frivolous lawsuit. <laughs> You can't, you can't go around, you can't go around <laughs> stealing people's intellectual property. Just because you, you get away with it, Tom Petty. Well, he said it was. I'm going to paraphrase. He says something to the effect of being creative is just seeing what you can steal and get away with. That's exactly the same thing. Yeah, but if someone was ripping us off on stuff that we own and we know it, and a lawyer was willing to represent us, I'm not saying no. Because you don't steal people's intellectual property. It's just it's that simple. And if we were all three songwriters and then somebody got a big hit based on a song that the three of us wrote, God knows, neither none of us would be like, hey, that's cool. You go make a million dollars off of it and we get nothing, even though you're, you basically ripped us off, intentionally again, or not. 
I don't know if this makes sense or not. Put me on the again, fucking royalties. <laughs> no matter who who it is, two plus two still equals four. So I mean, it's not like it's a thing. I don't know if that made sense or not. That made no sense. I'm not sure where I was going with that. <laughs> Neither do right. I. I'm having a hard time following that logic. <laughs> you ever just start a sentence and just see where it goes? All the Michael, time. Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Yeah, Andy, I don't know where you were going with that one, but I mean, look, I just, like I said, I don't I think that if, if someone takes your uh, intellectual property, whether it's intentional or not, and they're profiting off of it big time and you're not profiting at all, you deserve to be included. So, and that's what it happens all the time in music. If you look at a lot of different songs throughout, especially in pop country, they have to add songwriters later because it was too similar. I I think that even, I don't know if this was done before or after the fact, but Steve Earle had a track that sounded very similar to a very early Miranda Lambert song. He, and he got added as a songwriter on that. So look, I wonder, are they actually actually suing Dan and Shay and Bieber or are they suing the record label? Uh, I don't know. Let me look, see what it says. See if it even says it in the article. But is Bieber still? Not really. Bieber's a very big thing still. Yeah, he's a big. Yeah, he's got a kid, man. That's off to him. Yeah, I mean, just being a I guess good productive adult. I yeah. I still think his music's trash, but I'm not. I'm a just target. happy. He I'm not a target. Crashed and burned like other child stars. Yeah, it came pretty close. Maybe I don't really follow the culture, as Andy says. <laughs> I heard a while, a while back he got uh, pretty deep into some drugs and gotten some. Uh, Allegedly, he ended up in rehab. Allegedly, no, I think they made a documentary about it. I think that took Allegedly, away. Allegedly, in case we're wrong. Allegedly, in case we're wrong. Yeah, I, I can't see anything here in the article about who okay. exactly they're suing, wondering. but they are requesting that the copyright holders of first time be added to the credits of Dan and Shay and uh, Bieber song. So, which I think is fair. Yeah, I don't think do that it. that's too much to yeah. ask. Like, then any no, royalties will be they'll they'll be included on. Do they have to back pay? That would suck. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good <laughs> that question. Would suck. That would really pay. suck. Yeah, song's got hundred and fifty million plays on Spotify. Yeah. They got to pay. I, I still can't believe that Andy's like, yeah, somebody can steal my shit. I don't care. Just because I don't believe in suing. Yeah, but I'd rather just, you know, karma. What if I, what if I uh, no. you know, you're rather... one of these, I, you're ever in like, bent some, come up with a great idea in your head and then Google it, find out it already exists. I'd rather somebody be nice to me if that happened. Karma. There is no karma with that. You're not benefiting from your own work. Watch my no. name is Earl. See how it goes. <laughs> and he's basing his whole life idea oh, based off of Earl, Earl Hickey. <laughs> Karma. Isn't the point of that show the fact that he's an idiot? Yeah, he walks around with his oh, list trying to right his wrongs. Yeah. Because yeah. he went watering and got hit by a car because of bad karma. You're not going to get bad karma, karma for wanting to have credit for something that you did uh, with your work. I, I just don't understand your logic. Andy also, Kyle, dressed up as Earl Hickey one year for, for Halloween. That was hilarious. Great costume. Great costume. I, yeah, I can totally see. Yeah, I bet Andy, you rocked that, didn't you? Andy had oh, yeah. a uh, mustache. Yeah. That we had to draw on him with a Sharpie. You put Sharpie on your face? I, uh, that was uh, not volunteered. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Who was it that actually drew it on you? Justin. Justin. Grandpa Jay. Yeah, you weren't fighting Justin either. Nope. <laughs> Justin's too big of a dude. Yeah, I think I remember him. 
Yeah. I think you've met him once or twice. Yeah. Probably the time he was carrying all the illegal ice from that party in Greenville when we were all 20. It was, an, it was an empty uh, cooler yeah. and Carter handed it to him and he goes, what are you doing? And he goes walking through the courtyard at the landing and he goes, I'm glad I walked out with all this illegal ice. <laughs> Either way, we disagreements on that. Andy, I think, you know, it's wrong on this. <laughs> you steal our shit. <laughs> we don't like it. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, I believe in good karma. It's not good karma. You're just letting people steal whether intentional or not. But all right, next up on the Colcans rundown, uh, Warren Zeters. Is that right, Andy? I think that's how it said. Yeah, he's a he's character. That's for sure. He has recently kind of popped off on TikTok. He's got one point seven million followers. We're looking at now. He's got a couple songs that are out now. I think what is it? Um, Ride the Lightning and Dark Knight, I guess. Something with some sevens in it. Yeah, something Maybe like that. Seven one seven sessions. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, you say he's from Pennsylvania, right? I think he went to Penn State, if I'm not mistaken. Seven seven one seven's a uh Pennsylvania uh digit code. Who would thing. know that? Yeah. Yeah. So but either way, this guy um has been the butt of a lot of jokes on Twitter. And I think honestly, like music aside, rightfully so, because if you look at some of his TikToks, whether it's him and just like singing acoustically, him singing along to his tracks, lip syncing, him doing crazy stuff one a couple of which we'll show here in a second for the youtube watchers it's he's pretty cringe and he's just starting out so like i guess try not to be i'm trying not to be too hard on him but still like he's cringe very cringe. i just think all of tiktok is cringe i've never seen a tiktok dance that wasn't cringy you ain't watching the right tiktoks (laughs) 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 is it like instagram Yes, very much yeah, so. Yeah. Um no, but, I ain't seen them. But this guy, like when it comes to his That his Joker stuff, one doing, is weird. Yeah, like, that's yeah, the one I'm gonna play weird. first for Dark Knight. That's weird. Sorry. Like he I guess he's playing off, you know, Heath Ledger's Dark Knight in, or Heath Ledger's Joker in the Dark Knight. But you know, the thing about this guy is we Andy, you said it before the show. It's like he's after fame and money rather than music. And it kind of reminds me of like what Rich O'Toole was saying about, you know, his newest single low hanging fruit, which, you know, you guys check that out on all streaming platforms, but he was just like saying like people that are in music just to become famous people that are just trying to get TikTok clout rather than it being about the music. So it's only okay to do that with, uh, it's only okay to do that with lawsuits. How the turntables have turned. I don't. I don't get. What, I don't get your point. <laughs> it's okay to go after fame and money with frivolous lawsuits, but not. You can't go and make your popular TikToks. That's not I didn't, okay. I didn't say you shouldn't do it, but you're not going after fame and money for with the IP lawsuits. It's just a matter of somebody taking your intellectual property. It's a very different thing. I'm pretty sure that if you ask any artist, they don't want people ripping off their shit. But I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. I mean, the guy, look, he's got 1.7 million followers. He's doing something right. But that doesn't mean it's not cringy. Got a hell of views on his TikToks. Hell yeah. Like this one right here. His Dark Knight song. Swear to God, I it's like he looks like he's the Joker. Saying, please just come on home. But yeah, like that one. Interesting to me. <laughs> At this one with his wild horse thing. He just like pours whiskey all over his face. He's in the shower. He's sitting in the shower, yeah, in jeans and a white t-shirt. And he starts, like, he's, look right here. He pours whiskey all over his face. 
that's who does that that's weird do you get a post count on tiktok like you do on instagram a post count yeah like how many posts he has made on tiktok Mm, i don't know he's got 20 and a half million likes i mean somebody likes it i say that's a quite a bit of videos to come up with ideas for yeah that's very true (laughs) it might be one of those uh i have no idea what to post but i gotta post something I've looked at his TikTok before whenever he first got it kind of started getting roasted over his classic uh, or I should say his infamous cover of Cover Me Up when he pronounced room as Rome. He's it's just it's very cringy. It's that's what everybody first kind of noticed him on. But uh, he reposts a lot. A lot. These are not all original videos. So, I mean, there's probably a strategy to it. But either way. <clears throat> His face with he makes when he sings and everything. He he like I don't I think I get annoyed by him because he oversings a lot. He's like he's screaming. Um, it, he he has some vocal talent. I just don't think he needs to scream all the time and be at the top of his lungs. But you know, teach your own. You mean like Chris Stapleton? Yeah, I mean you That's could make that criticism popular. of Chris Stapleton. You could. Um. So here here's me being a contrarian. I'm not on the TikToks. How many artists have TikToks, and are they all that cringy? Uh, most do, but most or are they if you're, heavily produ- heavily produced. Put it this way: No, no. If you're, it depends on the artist. But if you're an actual artist, I'm talking you, like not mainstream. Well, Does I mean, Jason Isbell have a TikTok? I don't know about Isbell. Okay. I feel like he would have some. But take shit. like take like Co Wetzel. He's got a TikTok, but his stuff is like kind of funny. It's not like super He's cringy. A rare breed. Yeah, but I mean, okay, you play devil's yeah. advocate, but now you're like trying but he to make is excuses. A rare breed, I mean, I'm a just rare saying, breed. like, they all have not all of them, but most of them have TikToks. But if you're an actual artist, is my point, mm. or you started as an artist, you have a TikTok okay. for promotional purposes. This guy started as a TikToker, and now he's trying to be an artist. Oh, There's just okay, a difference in the way that he he goes about it because he's going about it. He's look, and to his credit, he's got a fan base now, right? I mean, they're somebody they're somebody's like watching him. Pretty big. I've seen a yeah. lot of. Instagram. I think it's just the nature of uh, he's just doing it in a TikTok way. At least he don't have one of them stupid TikTok haircuts. Yeah, but he's also trying to play a country singer, so I guess that's why he doesn't. Yeah, he has the mullet. I think that's what it is, right? It's a mullet. Not really a mullet. Long hair doesn't mean a mullet. Okay, (laughs) he has a a big hat on, so I can't really tell. Yeah, I think he just has long hair. Yeah, I think he just has long hair. But. But yeah, I mean, like, it, I think that's the difference, though. Like, people that were an artist first, their their TikToks are like different. It's not his is c- going about it in a very TikToker way, and now mm-hmm. he's trying to break it. He would b- build himself up on TikTok. There's a whole phenomenon about this. There's a lot of people that are trying to do this, build himself up on TikTok, and now he's trying to transition into playing shows instead of doing it the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not I think the um, worst idea I've ever heard. No, no, it's, it's just you're you're not going to be uh, really. It is, but you're not going to be really accepted by a lot in the music For community now. if you do it that way. For now. I For now, sure. Point. I just think, like I said, I'm we're, an old I mean, head. folks I'm like old. us are not going to like it, but maybe uh, we're just the old curmudgeons these yeah, days. I, I don't think know. I'm a, I think I'm an old head. I think I just know what people's Twitters are like. So, and I think TikTok is the new version of Twitter. There's a lot of cringe shit on Twitter. It it takes a lot more effort for TikTok than it does Twitter, though. Yes, that's fair. I, mean, I, was, I, I just, think, yeah. There's a lot of cringe T- shit out there. So. 
Um, no, I everything mean, I see on TikTok is is cringy. Granted, yeah. I see I only see the repost on Instagram because I don't TikTok. Yeah, TikTok is like, TikTok, and it with the right people can be really funny. Like the comedians that I follow on TikTok is really funny. They have like bits they do and everything, and like theirs are hilarious because they're comedians. But when yeah, you see funny like, things that I say up there, yeah. like when but when you have like these young, you know, twenty year old, nineteen year old girls and boys doing their cringy dances and everything, I'm just yeah, that's like, weird. Right. That's weird. Yeah. Or like where they take a where they take an audio from a show. And they just <laughs> yeah. dub it. And I'm like, oh, that was yeah, that was, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. You quoted Michael Scott. <laughs> you, you dubbed yourself with Michael Scott. That was hilarious. And a lot of these girls that get a lot of followers on there when they do the dubbing stuff, it's just because they're hot. It's not because they're doing anything really funny. Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I it's be just sexist true. though, Logan. Yeah, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true though. Tits get clicks. <laughs> I mean it's accurate. I check true. But I check true. But either way. But yeah, yeah that the Warren Zeters thing kind of brought me into what I wanted to show you guys. So apparently he played some shows here recently. And let me see if I can find this thing here real quick. But he's uh somebody got a hold of his set list. I actually think it was Mike from Hippies and Cowboys. And it was pretty, in my opinion, hilarious in like such a way that I just want to make fun of the guy for the way his his set list was set up. I want to get your guys' take on it. But this is the Warren Zeter's set list, and I'll, I'll read it through for the folks that are on audio. He's got the list of songs like you normally would um, with his name up in the top left, Warren, like he's doing his, his uh, turning in his English paper. But he's got his songs, Highway Run, On the Run, and by each one that needs capo, he has it in red, capo 2, capo 2, capo 1. I guess because he can't remember where to put the capo on his own songs. And then he has interludes where he says, say hi, introduce self, plays three more songs. Then he goes, talk, no hat, all caps. So I guess this time he needs to talk, but he wants to remind to take his hat off. So he plays the whole faux, you know, being uh, genuine and all shucks, Garth Brooks routine. Hashtag no cap. Yeah. Then he's got, <laughs> hashtag no cap. That's pretty funny. <laughs> And two more songs. Then he has again talk. Three more songs. Then he has throw T-shirt, announce merch. One more song. Then he says talk. Thanks for being here, etc. Then he finishes out with his song that's kind of become a hit, ride the lightning. You guys can see it. Those that are watching on YouTube can see it. What do y'all think of this? And then I'll get I my thoughts because I think it's, I think it's ridiculous. Very serious question. Yeah. On this uh, throw T-shirt section. Now, is he giving away a T-shirt, or is he going to throw the sh- T-shirt that he's currently wearing? That's a good question. I don't know. One of I'd those have... is very unacceptable, <laughs> and the guy needs to be run out of town. I'm, I, if I had to guess, I'd probably say he's probably throwing a merch shirt, not the one off his back. I think it probably really probably determines on whether or not he has a six-pack. Probably. Because Cole Wessel really doesn't wear a shirt a lot, and he yeah. doesn't wear a shirt. Yes, yeah. He's not ripped. No, he's a peak, man of the people. He's yeah, you know, he has peak male physique though. Peak male performance, right there. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel maybe, like I said, he he's a TikToker. He's just trying to branch it. So I have sympathy for him. Um, this looks like something that would fill a Joe Biden's lapel at a press conference. <laughs> 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 you know, 
Say hi to Crown. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Had his whole name on the top of it. <laughs> Your name is Joe. Your name is Warren. Just in case you um, Yeah, I mean, what are you going to talk about? That's what I want to know. I mean, it was this thing. Talk, was, talk, I think that it's talk. just like he has talk, no hat, all caps, talk. Like, does he really need to put it in there in between songs? This is where you talk, Warren. I mean, if it was yeah, me, but, yeah, I'd probably need it. I mean, I would be subject to forget my own name. Uh, yeah. I just, my thing is, if he wants to be an artist, and obviously the guy, the guy does. He, I mean, I, you, Andy, I know you have. Kyle, have you ever seen a picture of actual artists set list before? If I did, I didn't know it was a set list. Sometimes they're hard to read. Yeah, it's literally just like names of the songs and... Uh, it's sometimes abbreviations. It's sometimes it's just like abbreviations a, or like one word. Yeah, like, yeah. but they they know what it is, but they don't have like planned points where they're going to talk. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm, I'm I'm not saying they don't plan out stories they're going to tell, but they don't have it written down for them to have followed the roadmap to a T of when they're going to talk. So, so in in his defense, uh, I think he probably hasn't taken the normal route of an artist. As you yep. said earlier, playing open mic nights, getting a feel of how to necessarily not only be a performer, but look like a performer. Because, you know, when you watch his TikToks, like he, I'm sure his TikToks are yeah. lip singing. Some of them are, some of them are not. He, okay. like, the the guy you know, actually it's, sings it's, on there. It's, a, it's actually a fairly, you know, hard talent to be able to lip sync and look like you're not completely just off off of medication somewhere. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like when they do music videos, I mean, you know, all music videos are lip sync and yeah. concerts like at the Super Bowl are. But like I said, I, that, that takes a lot of practice to be good at that stuff. And it also takes practice to be a performer. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, a lot of people just can't go up there. I mean, some people just have natural talent. Some do, but even the folks that we think are like natural talent, it's like Andy. What's the joke about Aaron Watson? He's a ten-year overnight success. Yeah. I mean, they, they overnight if, success took just over ten years. Yeah, I mean, if you look at some of the early American right. Aquarium shows, like BJ is now a master at talking and engaging with the crowd in between songs. He wasn't always that good at it. It's right. something that does require practice. I agree. I think some it's like what you said earlier too. Those like how he did it different than the traditional route. Yeah, he became you know very popular over TikTok, and then it kind of propelled mm-hmm. him past the small show things because of his yeah. TikTok fame. He yeah. became famous in his living room versus in dive bars. Right, which yeah. I think in some ways, like, and look, I don't want it to seem like I I hate the guy because I don't like. I mean, if he's successful, good for him. But I think that it's just a matter of he did kind of skip the traditional route in mm-hmm. some ways. And that also is going to mean he's not going to be as good of a performer because he didn't have to put in the work like a lot of these other artists have had to do. And I think that his live show is probably not going to be as good, at least when it comes to the engaging with the fans in between songs. But these I just new fans want to see TikTok dances on stage. Some might. I'm not one of them, but some might. But I guess we are pushing 30 at this point. So maybe we're not the demo. But I, I just think this set list is ridiculous. I don't think that he should have in there say hi, introduce self. That's stupid. Talk, no hat. That's dumb as shit. Do you reckon it's for him or his, or his band? I think it's for him because this is probably yeah. at his feet. Yeah, I did, there was appeared yeah. to be a mic stand beside it. Yeah. 
this is so he sticks to the script. <laughs> but I, I mean, mm. your point, your point is valid, Kyle. I, I think it's because he hasn't probably done this a lot. So me being a sympathetic one. I know. I, I don't have sympathy for the set list. I have sympathy if he is nervous on stage. I have no sympathy for the set list. I think the set list is garbage. Yeah, normally I'm the hard ass and D-Berry's a sympathetic one. <laughs> I'm not feeling very empathetic today. I don't know why. It comes with, it comes, you know, it's the more natural like, way to be. <laughs> Today's one of my days of uh, feeling like empathy is overrated. <laughs> it is overrated. It's one of the, you found out that your derby days are over with your gout and Oh, yeah. I think it's in some of it has to do with I didn't get a lot of sleep last night and I woke up with gout having to hobble around for a couple of weeks. It's probably put me in a little bit of a sour mood. You so I'm being harder the, on people than I usually am. You smell the glue factory getting closer. <laughs> Speaking of glue factory, you see the girl that like glued herself to the floor at the NBA playoff game to yeah. protest like the horse. Yeah. No. How many people did that? She's I a total nut job. At the NBA game, yeah. like uh, so one of the playoff weekend. games. Yeah, it was I'm, just like yesterday. I want to go two days on ago. a small tangent. Um, I heard a conspiracy theory that really interested me. Okay, so the protest game, which the girl with the glue, as well as the one, did you see the security guard that straight right. tackled that girl? Yeah, it was like honor. Yeah, that one and the other one were all ESPN games. Okay. And you remember like a year yeah. ago on Monday Night Football when the cat ran on the field? Sure. And it took like 20 minutes to wrangle the, the cat on Monday Night Football? The conspiracy theory is ESPN did all of that because they're they're paying for the NBA and no one cares about the NBA playoffs. And that Monday Night Football was not doing very well. So they did small things that there's no harm to anyone or anything. But all of a sudden, everybody's talking about the girl that glued herself to the floor. Yeah. And they're watching those clips. I think and it's Peta. I could see that. I mean, look. And is generating that content. It's a, it's a conspiracy theory I heard that I actually, because there's really no, like, no real harm in any of it. So, you know, no, there's no real, like, victim, per se. Or, you know, no one was hurt. But it's everybody's yeah. talking about the <laughs> random girl that glued herself to the floor. So, the one that was dressed like a, a ref, I heard had a full on uh, like yeah, thing planned out on what she was gonna yeah. do when she got out on the court, thinking that she was gonna have time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was another girl as a part of that. So, like, yeah, another guy. They, girl, they said that the person sitting beside the one that was dressed like a ref kind of gave it away to the security guard because right before she did it, the girl sitting beside her picked her phone up and start recording. Yep, <laughs> dead giveaway. Something's about to happen. Oh yeah, I mean, and look, that girl that got tackled on the court by the security guard. If got it's not it, a, if it's not an inside job, hats off to that security guard because if you watch the video, saying, he was I reading. It's, I think it's he inside. Was, he knew. Could be. It could be. I'm not I saying it's not. I think it was planted but, by ESPN just to get people to talk about it. But he, if, I mean, yeah, if it wasn't, yeah. if it was wasn't, he, he was reading <laughs> her like Ed Reed. That was Ed Reed of yeah. security guards. Yeah, seriously. He was like, side eyed the hell out of her. Yeah, as soon as she makes it, boom, boom got her. Yep, now the girl that um glued her hand to the court total nut job I yeah, mean, she's that's, crazy that's yeah, crazy she's crazy bro yeah it's crazy but no I, I i'm yeah oh yeah probably so and if espn set that stuff up they're nut jobs but 
Yeah, I just I just found that. And that was, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But real quick for me. real quick for we move right along on the rundown the um on the Colt Can Sports uh Twitter page that we have now. Make sure you go follow that for some sports content. We have like I said we have some new podcasts coming out in the fall um uh college football related. So check us out at Colt Can Sports. Can't say that right now. Colt Can Sports on Twitter. Um, we actually put up a video, um, of Kyle Schwarber yelling at the umpire, uh, the worst umpire in major league baseball, Angel Hernandez. And then I, I put as the caption me when the, uh, bartender tells me he's out of Natty light tag Natty light. They responded. They were like every period, single period time period. I was like, hell yeah. Natty light. Just saying if, the people, tweet, from, by the way. <laughs> if the people from Natty are listening, the three of us, Natty light guys, we, we do want, indulge we want, Natty light. We want that. Uh, we want that sponsorship, man. Uh, we, we're free, big natty want, light guys. I just want free natural light. <laughs> Hell yeah! Andy might start drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> if we get that sponsorship, Andy's like, "Hell yeah, brother, I'm in." Yeah, throwback cans are cool. Yeah, they really are. I almost bought some the other day. Yeah, like, they're pretty sick. I mean, Wait, Andy, what if it's a scam again? It's not. That was just Miller Light. We want natty light. Now I'm a, I was a big fan of their Fourth of July cans, you know, with, with the yeah. screaming eagle on it. Yeah, that was pretty dank. Yeah, had some of them. Natty Light was always the best deal back about eight years ago because you could get like a case or Natty Light was just for like thirteen bucks, and it was like it's you just, knew what you were getting. It's just it's yeah, incredibly consistent, incredibly Over. consistent beer. Like yeah. it's it always was. You knew what you were getting, and it was that's why it's worth the price of admission. So yeah, yeah. we and it goes that down in like light. and it goes down like three swallows. Boom. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Boom. It's a light beer the way light beer is supposed to be. That's for sure. Yep. yep. Cold but and crispy. That's right. Domestic light and cold, as uh, Derek Bentley said. But all right. So moving along on the Cold Cans Rundown, uh, as we announced last week, we the Sad Boy Summer Playlist is about to go live here this week. <laughs> we put our initial three picks and we added some other songs from songs in the last uh, five years or so. Uh, we've got about 20 roughly so far right now. Uh, we're going to keep adding three to it each week. All of us get one pick bummer jams only no happy shit. Make sure you go follow us on that on Spotify. It's under the cold cans network on Spotify and uh sad boy summer. It's the name of the playlist. So last week we added three songs this week. We're adding three more. Andy, why don't you kick things off with your second addition this week to the Sad Boy Summer playlist? Mine is Fall in Love by Bailey Zimmerman. The song is about the opposite. It's why you shouldn't fall in love. <laughs> it sounds like right up your alley, Andy. It sounds <laughs> like incredibly a, sad the way you described it. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a, it's a kind of a rocker. Okay. Also, it also some people moving to South Carolina, and I think I've determined I'm a sucker for songs where people move to South Carolina. Why is that? I don't know. Do you even like South Carolina? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> the whole place kind of sucks. I don't know. I kind of like South Carolina. Chats fired to the South Carolina listeners. Yeah. I think most people yeah. in South Carolina agree. There is a lot of shots fired. In what part of South Carolina? All of it. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's all the bad part. There oh. is no good part. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't know. I, I, we've had some good times on Myrtle Beach, so just saying. Yes. All three of us have it at that. But yes. all right, Kyle. What's your what's your addition? 
Uh, I'm going to trigger some people. I'm going flower shafts with uh, Ernest and uh, Morgan Wallen. Yeah, I'm, I dig it. I like that song, man. That's objectively a good song. Anybody it that is. says not is just you're you're being a hater. A hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with that. It's a sad boy jam. Hell yeah. Yep, that's like, my pick. Lots of steel on that song. Like I was very yes, impressed by their yes. collab on that. Like it's a, it's song came out of left field. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that because I, I I mean I I'll be honest I listened to Ernest and his first record that came out I liked songs a handful of the songs that were on it It was nothing like yeah 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 so yeah it, it, yeah banger dropped right around Valentine's Day was it was it on Valentine's Day uh, maybe right I think there, it was yeah. I think yeah. it was yep. <clears throat> dropped a fire fire song so yeah so yeah good addition be I like that. Yep. Flower Shops by Ernest and Morgan Wallen. Yours. So mine, I'm adding a song that came out back in 2020, I think. And it's uh, a Haley Witter song called Red Wine and Blue. Um, very kind of kind of slower pace, uh, bummer jam from Miss Witters, uh, which, you know, Kyle and I have said many times we're big fans of hers. But it's essentially I love how the chorus is like talking about how um, uh, I gave up on you calling me up a drink or three ago. Oh, I know that you won't, but I hope that you do. And that's just me, you know. Oh, I'm all dressed up with nowhere to go, getting drunk in the afternoon, red wine and blue. Dig that. Love the premise of the song. Um, it's a very, very top tier bummer jam in my mind. And uh, I I relate to it. It's bummer jam central for me. So uh, red wine and blue by Haley Witters, my edition. I'm excited to listen to this by list. Yeah, I think it's going to be your your fiance will hate it. Yeah, she will. <laughs> yeah, but um, still, I'm excited to listen to it. And I'm trying to get my feels right to work. That's right. It's great for that. <laughs> Kyle shows up to work crying. They're like, what's wrong? You wouldn't get it, man. <laughs> allergies, brother. My allergies are tough out there today. <laughs> the pollen. Kyle was <laughs> cute. The pollen was tough, man. <laughs> Yeah, so make sure you go follow the uh, Sad Boy Con- uh, Sad Boy Summer playlist by the Cold Cans Network. It's going to be going live this week. We'll have roughly around 20 songs initially, and then we will be adding more each week, one selection apiece. So go on and follow that if you want to get in your feels, because as we say, sad songs make us happy. All right, last up on the Cold Cans Rundown, we have another draft for you guys. This one is music-related, in particular country music-related. We are going to draft a team of three for each of us where we are picking the best country singers who wear cowboy hats. Um, the only caveat is they must be alive. So we're not going to go like with the legends and the easy selections, so to speak, of the genre, the Hank Williams, the Waylon Jennings, folks like that, that did wear cowboy hats, uh, even if they didn't always wear them all the time. But um, we're going to be going best country singers who wear cowboy hats, caveat being they must be alive. All right, fellas, as we did last time, we got to see who gets first first picks. Everybody rock, paper, scissors like we did last time. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I got first pick again, Damn. so you two. <laughs> Battle it out for a second. Ready, go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Andy kind of cheated on that one. Andy kind of cheated on that one. That was paper. You didn't, Andy paper was like, wrong, rock, but. and then he goes, no, paper. Like he kind of cheated on that one. I mean, it's up to Kyle. Do you want to do another one? It looked like scissors. No, I'll, go, I'll go third. Okay. Okay. Just, Andy, he, he's conceding to you, even though that he cheated. He cheated. <laughs> Watch the YouTube clip. Andy cheated. How did I cheat? Because he had paper and you go, 
rock and you go like that. Yeah, your hand was like halfway in the picture and it looked kind of like a paper and a yeah. scissor at the same time. So, yeah. yeah, either no, way. It was definitely paper. It was slick. <laughs> All yes. right, so uh, this is going to be how it goes. Snake draft. I go first, Andy second, Kyle third, and we'll flip it in the second round. Teams of three, best country singers who wear cowboy hats. They must be alive. Do Since they have you got first traditional cowboy hats? Nah, I don't really give a shit. Sure. All no, right. They don't have to. All right, so I'm, I get the first round pick. Uh, this one's very obvious, and I feel like that Kyle would have selected the same thing if given the option. But my first one is going to be none other than the small town southern man himself, Alan Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite artists, grew up on the guy. Uh, his penned a lot of most of his songs throughout his career, penned a lot of them by himself, which is something you just don't have happen these days. And uh, I just. I love everything about Alan Jackson, whether it's his heartfelt songs, his deep songs, or if it's the opening guitar riff of Chattahoochee gets me going and brings out my redneck side. So number one overall pick, small town Southern man, Alan Jackson. You're going to take the Prince. So for the number two pick, I'll take the King, George Strait. Can't argue with that. I feel like that was, that was an easy one. That was an easy one. Yeah. Easy one and two. All right, Kyle. Close out the first round, and then you open us up with the second round. What are your next two picks? Mm. He's like, y'all took my picks for the first round. (laughs) No, I just want to know. I'm assuming this is a cowboy hat. The one, yeah, I'm going with Hank Williams Jr. Okay. That was why I specifically asked that question. Yeah, because he wears that funky... Yeah, hat that doesn't flare up on the sides. So yeah, well, when he was younger, he started. When he was younger, the, he, yeah, I mean, he wore the. It was more like a slash top hat. So, but okay, yeah, we're gonna say it counts. So that's what I'm going with. Um, hmm, I got to go back. Hmm. This right, so is about to get a lot let's, harder. Let's recap the first round real quick before you pick okay. your uh, next one. Uh, I picked Alan Jackson, Andy George Strait, and you it came in, in third with Hank Williams Jr. All right, now mm-hmm. second round, snake draft. You're up first. Probably going Kenny Chesney. Okay. Went uh, Beach Cowboy. Yeah, Beach Cowboy. Surprise, I'm going with. All right. Kyle's yeah. representing No Shoes Nation. Andy. I am. I, I would pretty sure somebody's gonna take this one if I don't. But give me the man that was told that he should never wear a cowboy hat, and that's why he did. Gary Allen. Gary Allen. That's one out of. That's a dark horse right there. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. thought of that because first half mm-hmm. of his career, Andy's correct. He wore a cowboy hat because mm-hmm. the label told him he shouldn't. <laughs> then mm-hmm. by the second half of his career, he stopped wearing it. But good, good selection because '99 smoke rings in the dark era. Gary Allen is top tier. And most of all of Gary Allen is top tier. Oh, I love I love some Gary Allen. Yeah, he doesn't really have a someday. bad song. He's he's a uh, very underrated artist, so I love that mm-hmm. pick. All right, so for me, I'm going with a guy that a lot of people our age probably don't think about. Uh, folks older than us uh, definitely remember when this guy was on top of the game, but I'm going with Clint Black. Uh, mm. Part of the class of 89 with Alan Jackson, Clint Black's first two records were almost perfect country records. It's a guy we don't think of a lot these days, especially if you're our age, because he just isn't as out there as he used to be. But go back and listen to those first two records. Clint Black is fantastic. So I'm going with uh, Clint Black for my second round pick. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess that's back to me, right? Yes. All right. So I'm going to start off the third round with a 
uh, out of left field pick because I'm going. I want. I've got two legends on my my roster, but I need somebody that's a that's a young gun that I can build my franchise around. And considering that we're looking for for country artists that wear cowboy hats, I'm looking at the young folks that that are current hat acts and i'm thinking of one that i'm a big fan of this guy been a big fan of his since his record he put out a couple a few years ago uh he just dropped one uh, i think a week or two ago and i've been digging it so far very much he's very influenced by like he says like oh three uh dirks bentley and i've always said that those you know first three dirks bentley records hold up but very neo-traditional 90s influenced country so i'm picking a young guy to be able to fill out my roster and kind of build for the future. I'm going with Randall King out of Texas, Um, big Randall King guy. And like I said, I love his honky tonk, neo-traditional sound. Uh, I think around forever off his latest record is a great, great song. So I'm filling out my roster with uh, Randall King as my last selection. The more I thought about this, the more people I think of, there's yeah. really a lot of good yeah, a lot of, for this. A lot of, I kind of regret my Kenny Chesney pick. The more <laughs> I think about it, I was wondering if you were going to regret that. Yeah, like, I kind of regret it because there's like there I'm, just, a, I'm a Kenny Chesney fan, but I was I like, thought I about it. About I that. thought about it a lot today. And then yeah, I kept only coming up with like ten people, and then I was, no, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, shit, I forgot about this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah, so. I wasn't even thinking until you said young like crowd. wasn't even thinking about those people. Didn't even cross my mind. Well, I mean, I'm trying to build a roster like a GM in sports, right? So no, I picked two legends, two veterans more. to know what they're doing. And then I, I picked a, wanted to pick a young gun that I could uh, help build my team for the future. So Randall King was, it was an easy one for me in there. I think, I think mine might sell more tickets. Potentially. Yeah, I mean, it's a five round it picker. I mean, we can. Yeah. I've thought of some. Uh, give me. Ooh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Texas. Give me, uh, give me Randy Rogers. Okay, solid pick. Solid pick. You can't go wrong with Randy Rogers, man. I'm a big fan that, of theirs. That intro to that guitar riff and "Kiss Me in the Dark" is one of the best ones that's ever been written. Oh yeah, and the the guitar it's riff and uh, "Buy Myself a Chance." Love that. All right, Kyle, what's your th- your third round pick? <laughs> this is why I deferred to Andy because now I get to pick twice back to back. We'll we'll do five. We'll do it like a basketball lineup. Okay. Uh yeah, I'm going Waylon Jennings. Well, he's dead, so you can't. Yeah. Oh shit, he is dead. Damn it. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot he had to be alive. Um Damn, I forgot he had to be alive. Uh, I'm going Chris Cagle. Oh, you were really like picking the mid two thousands guys. Interesting. Yeah, let's go Chris Cagle. Okay. Okay. That dude rocked a mean cowboy hat. And you know the early 2000s goatee? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Kind of similar to your goatee right now? No, no. He's, no. Mine's <laughs> too thick. His is like, I don't know how you shave it to look like that. But yeah, anyway. I was probably thinking about this in the Walmart parking lot and was thinking he's going to do it because the chicks. What an absolute, <laughs> what an absolute banger. Hey, Chris Cagle, I haven't thought about him in years. Yeah, he slaps. Yeah. Sorry, so third round, I had um, Randall King, Andy had Randy Rogers, and you had Chris Cagle. So, Kyle, you're back up. Snake draft. <laughs> Kyle Aker, you're on the clock. Just trying to remember off the top of my head, have I ever seen a picture of her? Wearing a cowboy hat. 
Mm. Does she woo? What? <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's referencing. The answer is yes. He's referencing the Woo Girl episode on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go Reba. Has she worn a cowboy hat? I've got to pick. She's got to have worn one. Yes, she has. There's okay. actually a Reba cowboy hat line. I just googled it. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess. Yeah, if if you that. have the photo to prove it, then I guess it qualifies because we didn't say that they had to wear it every single time. And Andy also picked Gary Allen. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I love that story, Gary Allen. I do too. It's a badass story. All right, Andy. Women in there somewhere. Well, I'm going to go with the guy when Logan said young and started describing who I thought he was actually going to say. Give me John Party. Oh, Ooh, okay, it's a good pick. It's yeah. a good pick. Uh, you could pick the mainstream guy. That's you know been decidedly country and has put out good quality music so mm-hmm. it's a good pick. you gotta have a party animal that's right yeah that's a good one all right so it's back to me i'm gonna stay in texas and i'm gonna go with a guy who isn't as young as randall king but he's still not really old either but fantastic music um i th- i still think that uh uh what was it andy the adobe sessions Okay, was one of I, my my I'm favorite records. Was here, solid. Um, yeah, I'm going with Cody Jinx. You're a bastard. Yeah, <laughs> you're a bastard. Cody Jinx has been remarkably consistent. Mama song's a great song. I love. Less Wake Wise Up, is a better album. Let, oh no, that's probably my favorite. Less Wise is, is a better you're, album. You're right. That is a better album than Adobe Sessions, but you can't go wrong with either. But love Cody Jinx. Like I said, he's been remarkably consistent in his career. You know what you're getting from a Cody Jinx record, and I think that he would be just the consistent glue guy that you need to keep the team steady you know in a game so cody jenks is my next pick yeah, he gives you solid minutes very much so Consistent he's minutes. not gonna make he's not gonna make mistakes no he's not gonna he's not gonna drop 50 no but he's not gonna make mistakes yeah, yeah. solid choice there hope andy doesn't pick my last choice <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go for the uh the man that will uh Bring in everybody from the age of 40 to 60, because that crowd loves the guy. Give me Jamie Johnson. Okay. Yeah. I like it. High cost 40 of to 60, loves that guy. Yeah. Yeah. True. So they will travel to that show. Now. So my last pick is I got the guy that will bring in every woman over 40 to come in Kenny Chesney. Now I'm going to get the guy <laughs> that's probably going to get every woman under 30 to come, and that's Cody Johnson. Solid pick. He's got arguably the biggest song in he's country my music y- right now with he's Cody Johnson. So. Yeah, he's yeah. my young gun. So he's a, one of those overnight that. ten-year successes, right, Andy? Yep. Yeah, because I saw him. God, I mean, no, I actually didn't see him. And he kind of he kind of that far. He kind of straddles uh, the line between. He's a, a hybrid of mainstream slash not so much he's got a couple of hits but some of his old songs are really fun live never heard him live but I'm sure he's good like uh never go was it never go home whatever the name of that I song so. is that one uh that yeah, yeah really good that is a good some one. of those are really good live or i was just really drunk <laughs> somewhere in the middle one of those was a definite yes. I can't speak for everything what was going fun, on on stage. That was a fun little draft. It was, it was kind of hard. Harder than well, I was we still got one more yeah. round, right? 
I don't know. I'm finally going another round. It's pretty. It got well, easier as it went. I thought that was another round. I thought it was five because I got no. It's it's, it's four. four. I thought, okay. Count okay. who you got. Count who you got. Oh, shit. Okay. I got, got George Stray, Gary Allen, Randy Rogers, John Party, James. Yeah, it's Johnson. only four. Okay, we got one more. I can't even remember who my first round pick was. Well, I got five. That means that I need to pick last. Then I thought I just picked last. I went after just pick. No, that was a snake draft. So you picked back to back. Because I've got four. Okay. Oh, no, you sure about that? Yeah, I've got Randall King, Alan Jackson, uh, Cody Jinks, and Clint Black. Randall King. Yeah, I, I said him first. I don't think so. Yes, I did. Yeah, did. Randall King, yeah. Alan Jackson, Cody Jinks, yeah. and uh, Clint Black. I got. And four. I have I have Reba, Cody, Kenny, Chris Cagle, Chris Cagle, Hank Jr. Hank Jr. Yep, I'm five. So, yep, just yeah, I'm the last pick here. All right, so I'm going to go definitely for, got out of order here somehow. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for consistency, uh, even though he doesn't always wear a cowboy hat. But I'm going to go for consistency in the same way that Andy brought it with Randy Rogers. And I'm staying in Texas. I'm going to go with Wade Bowen. Um, mm. Wade Bowen is consistently another uh, really, really good artist <coughs> who somebody broke something. <laughs> but I... Uh, <laughs> he's another consistently good artist who I think that, you know, if I'm building a franchise, I know what I'm going to get day in and day out from Mr. Bowen. So great life. Yeah. Great life. And he was really cool when we were talking to him after the show. Yeah, too. He was. So, yeah. So that's going to round out my, my five for my roster. I can't Bowen. believe nobody took Warren's eaters. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of other really good picks out there that we just didn't pick, but nobody yeah. took Chris Stapleton. No, I thought about it, but yeah, I just like no, it's too basic. But see, like I like Chris Ableton, but I don't love Chris Ableton. But he still sell you some tickets. Oh, one hundred percent, he would. But I mean, I decided to go with the steady Eddies that I'm a big fan of. You know, a couple of couple of one superstar, one former superstar, one who I think is going to be a big star, and then two guys who are big in their own right. You know, out of Texas, so it's my team. So yeah, well, that's our uh, draft for country stars who. Uh, wear or have worn cowboy hats caveat being they must be alive and we will put our teams out on twitter see who everybody thinks uh drafted the best team but that's this week's draft all right well like we said make sure you go follow us on social media all the stuff tiktok twitter facebook instagram follow us on youtube click the subscribe button and the alert bell uh make sure you go to the website colcansnetwork.com check out the shop uh, buy some merch and check out the blog content. Uh, we actually have a brand new uh, article up today. I wrote uh, one of my rankings for this week. I ranked the top five uh, hard seltzers ranked by a beer guy. So mm-hmm. check that out. I was going to be angry if that the one on that was not the uh, number one. Yeah. Everybody else go read it and tell us if you agree. Yeah. Tell us if you agree. Check that out. Top five hard seltzers ranked coldcansnetwork.com by yours truly. All right, this episode. Yeah, truly. (laughs) For this episode of uh, Country and Cold Cans, I'm Logan. It's here with Kyle and Trucker Andy. We'll see you next time.